Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. I am so excited to share that this episode is brought to you by our friends at Motto. Motto is the new no-nonsense hookup app for gay and queer people. Hookup apps have become a staple in queer culture, but they also come with bullshit. Headless torsos, blank profiles, catfish, and endless scrolling of the grid for hours. We've all been there. On Motto, every profile is verified by a real human and every photo has a face. Motto sends you daily matches of people who match your interests and kinks. There are no fees, no ads, and no nonsense. Get Motto today by going to tinyurl.com slash mottoblocktalk or visit the link in my link tree. Motto, gain queer hookups without the nonsense. And as always, follow me on Instagram, Threads, and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit TheEvenTheNow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. Bring on the talent. The Eliminated Queens brought their best talents in hopes of scoring bonus votes to the coveted fame games. So who did drag and found themselves victorious? It's time to talk all things Drag Race All-Stars 8. And back with me is someone whose talents include actually being a good friend. It's producer Supreme Russell Zacker. Hello. Hi. What a, what a title. <laughs> Which part? The actually being a friend or, or producer Supreme? No, no, I mean, I'll take that, but um, I meant actually being a friend to like calm people out. I'm, oh, listen, I can call many people out. Um, maybe I should have been, made you producer Supreme Deluxe. They no. Sure. No, no, I don't want to be producer Supreme Deluxe, Russell Zacker, too much? No, she's got that down lock. It's true, and it's true. Um, well, friends, before we begin, I got some drag news of the week. Mabu, hey, the Queens of Drag Race Philippines 2 have been revealed in a very cute tropical um, promo shoot. Very colorful. It was cute. I mean, I liked it. Some of them are already being disgusting. What? I'm, I'm excited for this season. I don't, like, they got big heels to feel. They got, they got to do well. Oh, yeah. I just mean like the unapologetic. Yeah, blackface. Black people aren't you know any they, there's nothing wrong with portraying someone of a different race they've had no struggles yeah um well i will talk about that when we get to that um <laughs> past um but yeah different cultures is the thing i keep having to remind myself but we're not talking about down under right now either. well are we are we talking about news that was just released moments ago that ariana grande and fiance or our husband are splitting <gasps> Who's the fiance? I don't I don't follow Ariana News. No, it's her husband. They're married. They're literally married. Who? What? When? Did I miss this memo? They got married like a year and a half ago. I'm sorry, friends. I don't really know the Ariana of it all. Well, oh, I guess your your top top five things. I guess I gotta have to research for this weekend. Uh, does that mean maybe she's dating um, Andrew Garfield, who was sitting next to her at the Wimbledon? Wasn't that Jonathan Bailey? No, that yes, Jonathan Bailey was on one side, Andrew Garfield was on the other side. Oh, whatever. No, they've been married I don't for know. two years. This they well, sorry, Ari. Um anyway. Switching as always, it must positions to divorce. 
As always, I must leave a disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We're discussing reality TV show characters as presented to us. Reality TV production. We are showing the editing of a television show once to see. We are actually what is Yes, the rebuild from going on to go on television show. The crap, but they have also been so discussed. We're selling the podcast to entertainment to discuss reality TV show. Russell, not a sulking clock. Not a sulking clock. Um, how have you been feeling about this season of All Stars 8? It's just really long. I don't know. It's a good, it's a fine season. I think we'll look back on it in about 45 days and say, wow, what a time that was. Remember when we were six All-Stars ago? Yeah, no, I know, it's right? It's, yeah, it's, it's good. It's doing its job. really long. Which is crazy because it's the same length as All-Stars Stars 7 felt right. Well, I, the story is just all over the place. Like, I don't, I don't know. There's not anything drawing me towards the next episode that's fair that's fair other than wanting to see who wins i mean i feel like we knew but let's get to it let's dive in the episode Final hasn't even two. aired yet candy saved jimbo as jessica has been eliminated they have dreamed of getting into the top two together and jimbo was relieved candy held up her end of the alliance they will both try to read the mirror message together and that went poorly but candy is sad jessica's gone she says that it came to track record Jimbo had four wins and one bottom. And Jessica had one win and three bottoms. Sounds like my kind of party. Uh, not a bad thing at all, Candy. Not a bad thing at all. Jimbo and Candy will jump on the couches. And production is probably like, be careful. They are very cheap. Um, where do you think they got their couches? They look very pretty. Honestly, nice. I wouldn't be surprised if they made them. They were like, here's a two by four. Here's a plank <laughs> of wood. We'll put some extra fabric in there. And then boom, a staple. I'm not shocked about that either. I would that that makes sense. Jimbo will open up the box with one hand, just so everyone knows. The results are a tie, of course, Jimbo and Jessica. Um, at this point, we were just doing this for consistency because every other episode we were opening the damn box. Yeah, I don't know really why, but like, oh, we opened it. <laughs> Candy Great. will start to ask Jimbo a question, and she will ask her to start over because she couldn't understand her. Um, even the captions were a little confused of, of the words that were coming out of Candy's mouth. You know, I'm all for accessibility. I'm all for employment. But they either need to try harder with the captions or outsource them because... I agree. They're not consistent. Like, some of the same words they were saying in this little clip were said later in the episode, and I was like, that's not what you typed it was last time. Yeah, um, this week, especially with um, Drag Race Mexico and uh, Drag Race France, too, um, they did not translate well. I've already had people message me, be like, you, you, be aware what you're going to say is probably going to be very wrong. It's like, thank you for the heads up. I appreciate that. It's hard. Was it, was it, um, there was one of the early international seasons where someone went through and translated, but added all of the cultural isms i think it was thailand but also probably something wants me to say holland oh my god holland was terrible there were some really bad moments on holland but yeah google translate let's do better better than translate. Oh, i don't use google translate no i'm not saying you i'm saying um show we can do better candy we'll ask jimbo if she thought she would send her home and Jimbo crossed everything, but Candy says they did make a pact that they would make it to the end together, but tells her she is stronger competition. Um, you think she might have a little bit of buyer's remorse. Do you, do you think Candy um, would like to have Jessica there or do you think she would have lost there? Too? Absolutely not. No. Candy Muse was sent death threats, was not booked, 
was she got the shortest end of the stick. Candy is a fabulous entertainer. Candy is a fantastic reality television character and a Absolutely. great drag queen. And she knew what she needed to do to continue to get booked. And I, I think that if Candy re- reasonably wants a crown, I don't think that the network that we love to love and hate to love and love to hate would necessarily give her a solo win because of uh, reasons. Because they're just nasty like that sometimes. But I think that they could feasibly double crown Jimbo and Candy and they would never double crown Jessica and Candy. They'd crown Jessica. That's fair. That's fair. I, there's no buyer's remorse. She needs, Candy remember? No. No. Yeah, go ahead. I was trying to think of uh, there was someone said something about returning something when someone entered on a season and it's just mush in my brain now. Candy remembers the feeling of being in the top two, but this is the first. The final two into the finale episode. Why? Who the fuck knows? Mathing is hard. They believe there is a twist coming, though Candy thinks that if there was going to be a twist, it would have happened by now. One of them will win. The other will die trying. And Candy says if Jimbo thinks she made it this far for the second time and to leave without a crown, she's highly mistaken, bitch. Well, Jimbo is like, if you think I came all the way from another fucking country with her best drag just to bring it home, yes, guess again, bitch. Uh, Candy says it's a two-hour flight, but Jimbo corrects her. It's actually four. Um, and if you don't have a window or an aisle seat, it's really hard. Russell, what is your preferred seat on a plane? Honestly, I don't really care. I've never flown first class, so I wish I could be that bitch and say, oh, first class. Um, but I guess, I don't know. The longest flight I've ever been on was 18 hours, and I sat in the middle and didn't care. Okay, that's so not I guess bad. Now, it doesn't now, really matter. You sitting in the middle, were you with someone you knew on one side? On one of, because I've done that flight multiple times, on one of those flights, yes. Okay. But on the other side, I had no idea who the person was. And then on one of the legs, similar to, I had no idea who the people were. I was just like, okay, hey. I did a red eye um, from LA to New York last year, um, sat in the middle, never again. I said, absolutely not, not doing it. I always go with the window seat, though it is um, on a longer flight. Like when you do have the person next to you and the next to them who's asleep and you're like, well, how do I get out? Because I'm not fitting through this aisle. Um, You feel bad when you have to wake them up, but when you got to pee, you got to pee. Oh, absolutely. I guess for that reason, I would choose an, an aisle seat. Yeah, and if you have a nice neck pillow, it helps. It helps. Jimbo will snatch wow. Candy's wig, toss it at her. Candy will chase her, rip her wig. Um, aren't we not supposed to touch drag queens' wigs? Isn't that like uh, uh, rule number one? Yeah, but drag queens can do anything. Oh, that's fair. Okay. It's all fun games until a drag queen gets scalped. The alliance ends now as it's battle for the crown. Are we ready for the for the finale? Well, friends, you gotta wait a week. We got more fun in store. It's the next day. Jimbo rides candy like a pony. As um, well, I was just waiting for her to fall down. The feelings are weird, as there have never been just two girls in the workroom, which is technically false. I know what she was going for, but Candy was alone with that gay ass bitch Joey J in the premiere of Drag Race thirteen. Just two queens, and then they left the room so technically there have been two queens in the room together true i mean at the the first two queens to walk into the workroom at any time exactly only two exactly. Queens in the room. 
Um, Rue walks in a satin suit number. I would wear it. I liked it. I actually like this. This look. one was really cute. Last week's barf. <laughs> yeah, the this shoes one was were really cute nice. this week too. Um, are we still using Klein Epstein Parker? Or are we like out of them? Are we, we we done with them? I don't know. I I mean, I let me ask because I know someone who's making some of the outfits for Miss Hall. So thank you. Well, she's going to congratulate them on making Drag Race history as they have never had a top two going into the grand finale. And she says it feels a bit lonely. So she's invited back all her all-star sisters. The invitations have gone out and it's time to bring back Rue's Girls, Monica Beverly Hills, Nation Lopez, Mrs. Kaja Davis, Darian Lake, James Manfield, Kahana Montrese, Lalaria, Alexis Michelle, and Jessica Wilde. Obviously, friends, we know why Heidi is not there. Um, still sad. I still love Heidi. Um, and I'm sure she would have given a good talent portion. The world will never know. We'll Allegedly, never know. she's rele- releasing on Patreon her performance, but Ooh. I think it's just to get joke. people to go to Patreon. Really yeah. Yeah, that's partly why I'm still not doing launching a Patreon until I feel confident in the things I can give people. I don't want, I'm not going to steal money. I'm not going to do it. All right. So the why were grab. they invited back? What? Say it again. The money grab. Yeah. Not Which, enough. you know, if people are going to pay it and you have material, absolutely. If not, then the rest of us will just do a podcast. There you go. All right. So why are they invited back a week before the finale? Well, they are here to decide once and for all whether Candy Muse and Jimbo makes it into the finale and the Grand Drag Race Hall of Fame. Psych, no, it's a joke. Could you imagine if that was a real twist again? So, yes, but did they, when they released the uh, the preview for the episode, did uh-huh. they cut it there? Yes, they did. Like, that. this I could see. If it was two people and you had to vote, because this one you're not, I mean, Jimbo lost every lip sync but one. So, like, this I could see a vote or being yeah. a deciding factor. Queen of the Fame games. I, it was the, I don't know. Democ- Rumocracy is strange. It's true. Well, no, we're not going to have a vote. Instead, it's time for some shade. And the grand tradition of Paris is burning. The library is open because reading is what? Fundamental. Now, friends who listen to the podcast, you will know if you listen to all three episodes a week. Um, the reading challenge appeared on all three currently airing Drag Race franchises. That's Drag Race All-Stars 8, Drag Race Mexico, and Drag Race France 2. Time is wild. Yeah, I think it's really kismet slash serendipitous. I don't know. I think those are the same things, that it's all mm-hmm. the same week. Um, now, I did ask people to, if they wanted to read me, I gave them the opportunity to. Um, You're crazy. For I am crazy. So, by the way. And I got a couple that um, were pretty good, but I'm going to read one that just came wait, in. Wait, wait, wait. Can I read them to you? Um, Will you send them to me so I can read them to you? Yes. Let, let me let me t- send you the one that I just got. Um, and it, it's, it, it's actually pretty savage, um, but not wrong. But here, here we go. I'm going to send oh, it to you. No right now but before we'll we'll save it for the end just so timing works out um and you can use their drag name when you say who it is uh but first we're going to go through the reading challenge of what the queens have said (laughs) all right Jessica on Alexis I'm not going to say anything horrible to you because I'm tired of seeing you crying and now the meme makes sense. 
it makes much sense. It's very funny. Yeah, I mean, it was mediocre. Jessica and Lala, every Thursday night, I think about your fashion because it's when I take out the trash. Cute. I would toot it if we're tooting and booting or reading her. Jessica on candy. You decided to pick my lipstick. I'm not going to get revenge on you. With that face, your life is hard enough. We've heard that kind of before. Alexis on Lala. This is just reminder, friends. This is coming out of Alexis's mouth, not my mouth. You've been a bad girl. Prepare to be punished by my dick. Not a read, just a proposal. Um, that one was she's really going for it. Good for her, right? Yeah, I mean, you could tell that she was so nervous mm-hmm. because Alexis is such a sweetheart and really has a lot of respect for anyone in drag but especially her sisters and um i would just say that it was funnier when eureka said it to cameron Whoop. um yeah. i don't have a read for you just fuck me she said that's right that's right um alexis and kahana so glad you got to get out of the shadow of your mother coco unfortunately i think you'll be under the shadow of her hand when she pops you for the snatch game um, not not bad. It's okay. The idea was there. Alexis on Jimbo, lip sync. That's the read. No. Nah. Lala and Jessica. Uh, wait, did I, I did I miss? No, that's right. Lala and Jessica, thinking of my fashion, I can make another dress with the bags under your eyes. Um, that was that good. one was that was good, and I feel like that one's for me as well. Um, I have such terrible bags, but we're gonna get to something that helps me with the bags in a moment. Don't you worry. Yeah, but but did you ever famously make a a dress out of bags? No, not yet. What? Not yet. <laughs> Lala on Alexis. You know, Alexis is a triple threat. She has gonorrhea of the mouth, ass, and dick. Iconic. Yeah. Uh, Kahana on James. Your drag is so pretty. I never understood the man until I saw that beard fighting that foundation. Easy, fun, funny. Kahana on Nisha. So beautiful. You're like a JLo impersonator, but it's the Ja Rule voice that gets me. I like that one. That was funny. Which is also... Ain't it funny uh, about the song we're going to get from her talent portion later? I'm, I guess. Like, they, I don't know. I didn't think that that was, I just thought full it was circle. ironic. And full circle moment. Good storytelling. James on Darian. She has had beautiful gowns this season. You should hang them up next to your career. James on Kasha. The only drag queen story our children protest. Okay, that was that, that was cute. That was funny. Darian on Alexis. Alexis Michelle is so hairy that when she was born, she gave her mom's vagina rug burn. That's funny, but like, it should be. I don't know, should it be reads on their character, like their drag character? 
or hey, on their hey, at least this character. time we're not get, doing fat jokes for alexis remember the, how that how she felt on uh, season nine she did not find those funny yeah but like we know that alexis doesn't appreciate reads on her appearance so why are we reading her anyone's appearance that's true if you can't fix it Darian, don't read it darian on candy candy moves mused on your season like i didn't like you because i didn't know you but now i know you I thought that was Kasha, Kasha and Jessica. I love your music. Mr. Davis and I downloaded it and we play it in our dinner parties when we want our guests to leave. I like that. Classic. Good. Kasha on James. Oh my God, that voice, those wigs. Oh, someday you'll go far. Let's just hope you stay there. Stay her up. Kasha and Alexis. Gorgeous. From this angle, stunning. From the back, it's like a helicopter landing pad. That was savage. That was savage. Savage. I I thought that it was interesting just kind of the amount of reads that they gave everyone. It was not consistent between contestants. Oh, absolutely. And and you always know, like, whoever gets slightly more is going to be the winner of the challenge yep kasha got three and i said oh here we go kasha on candy you know people say they look like their pets i have a husky wide you tasmanian devil full circle look at this coming back i like that one that was good nasha on darian delta work no i know you're in darian lake i'm just saying i prefer delta work harsh Nasha on Jimbo. I look at you and I'm reminded that not everyone needs plastic surgery, but you do. You really do. I think that was my favorite of the evening. Oh, really? Okay. Monica, Nasha. Nasha, Nasha, Nasha. We know each other about what 20-something years. You had your nose done. You got your teeth done. But what the fuck is going on with them toes, girl? Monica, like, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Monica and Lala. Lala, my dear sister, I have a new tour for you. Lala Re and the Leotard Experience. I feel like I made that joke once before, but it's okay. Monica, you can have it. Monica and Candy. If this doesn't work out, you can sell hot dogs like the one you have stored in the back of your head. Can we, can we, can we explain that a little bit? What, what, what was she Are you kidding to? me? Is, is it, oh my is gosh. It, it's, it's the, the roll, right? It's, not, it's like yeah, okay. when, just making when your sure. head gets so big, it looks like a hot dog. All right, got, gotcha. Making sure it was what it was. All right, candy on Monica. I was shocked when you went home early because I thought the cleaning crew was booked for the entire season. I like that one. Candy on Jessica. I was going to apologize to Puerto Rico for choosing your lipstick. Then I realized they don't know who the fuck you are, bitch. Where does uh, Jessica live now? Do we know? I don't know. I've gotten conflicting reports. I'm not quite sure. Someone said Vegas. I've heard Boston, but I don't know if either are true. Boston? Maybe. That's kind of Jimbo crazy. on Kahana. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. What happens in Kahana dribbles out her leg shortly after. That was funny. Dirty funny. Jimbo and Darian. More like Darian Bog. You've got two useless stumps and a swamp ass. And Jimbo and Nisha. Jennifer Lopez called. She said, fuck you. No, seriously, fuck you. And that's our reading challenge. 
Um, they did very well. And I think having it at the end of the season is very interesting because you are able to call back to things that happened during the season. So I kind of liked it in this placement for an all-star it just season. Had, there, was, there was no stakes. Like There were no stakes. It was all fun and games. But yeah, I guess that makes it a little kinder. The winner of the reading challenge is Mrs. Kasha Davis. She wins $2,500. Do you agree she was the winner based on what we saw? Based on what we saw. I agree. All right, um, Russell, I've sent you two reads. Two? Yes, I sent While you a second While I pull one. up the second one, did you hear where Jimbo said that she gave all of the best reads to Candy? And then when she went up, she just kind of forgot everything else she wanted to say? Oh, no, that sucks. Yeah, but like, don't arm your competitor and then not prepare That's yourself. True. That's true. Um, I'm going to give you the option. It's not even funny. Well, it, it kind of is. Um, I'll, I'll let you decide the order you want to read them in. Okay. <laughs> the good one. Um, are, should I even say who they're from? Because now I just badmouth someone I don't even know. Okay, so don't say who they're from. You can just read the reads. Okay, great. The best one is Michael Block. You're so popular. It took 22 hours for anyone to respond to this thread. Listen, I'm not doing well on threads. Threads is hard, but honestly, that was a good read. Very, very well done. Oh, is that where that was? Yeah, it was from re- threads. <laughs> oh. Um, I, it's uh, It's a joke um and just read the second one the the other one that we could workshop out of town and then bring it to broadway michael block does the block in your name represent the time you were blocked by veronica green um true story i am blocked oh yeah but like veronica you're not green. only blocked by veronica green could be anyone at the, at the moment, I think it's only Veronica Green. I don't know if anyone else has blocked me in the Rue universe. The Runiverse? The Runiverse. Um, the RCU. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, fun story, fun times. So. Let's go through it. Let's go on. Rue shares that the Eliminated Queens aren't there just to read each other. They're back to show off their charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent one more time. There are two ways to win, and they are focusing exclusively on the fame games. The Drag Race fandom has been watching all season long as they strut their stuff on Untucked and online, and this week they will be able to vote on who they think should win the fame games. And we will talk about the voting process and all that at the end of the podcast. But for this week's Maxi Challenge... They need to wow them in the fan games variety extravaganza. Now, I will note that Miss RuPaul said variety, not talent show. And this is important when I criticize bitches for doing drag as a talent. Uh, They will get a slight pass this week because it was not billed as a talent show. Um, It's. It's a it's a stickler for me. It's I'm very very um, not okay with using drag as a talent during a talent show. but Russell, you're very talented. What would you do for a variety show? I would pull a Darian Lake and be funny. She didn't necessarily it wasn't it was like a it was a stand-up, but she kind of roasted everyone. She roasted herself. Yeah. It was good. 
Well, the winner of the Fame Games gets $60,000 courtesy of Sunday Riley. Okay, Sunday Riley is actually the name of the person, not just the name of the best brand on the planet. Please sponsor me. I use your expensive shit all the time, Sunday Riley. I have four products that I use on a daily basis. And, um, and that's everyone, how I help get rid of my, my bags. Every Sunday Riley, you got to go into some overtime. Yes, I do. There's the read. Um, it's, um, I really do love the products. But I think every single person on planet Earth found out that her name is Sunday Riley. <laughs> I think we all did. Um, also, I love in this video, she's like, I've been watching all season long. And I'm like, um, either they superimpose this or you are lying straight to their faces. She, uh, we'll just, sorry, the signal for the producers, they can't say. <laughs> all right. Candy and Jimbo will not be competing, but they will host the variety extravaganza. All right, so the queens grab their single-use suitcases as they go back to their stations. Now, do you think they all went back to where they were originally, or do you think some of them did some switcheroo Oh, like their stations. I yeah. think them at the hotel. No, I think that they went back to where they wanted to be, yeah, which they, is probably where they went when they walked in. I agree. Now, as the girls unpack, Monica is uh, read for her large supply of crap as she's asked how many episodes she's going to do, and she thinks she's just going to come back. And that's really, really precious. Um, good for her. Candy asks Nisha, is she shocked to see her in the top two? And she says, absolutely. But the queens are going to relish over the chance at $60,000. But James just wants to know if it's in the form of check or cryptocurrency. That did not age well. Now, Darian has been investing in NFTs. Nice, fat titties. Why does cryptocurrency age well? Because since, since the, uh, the, the filming of this, we've had a lot of cryptos go downhill. And get sued by the government and shit. Oh, that's because they're all scams. But like Bitcoin will never exactly. go away. That's true. That's true. Darian reminds us that this is the last chance to show the fans why they should vote for them. And she wants us to vote for her and not the other hags. And based on her brilliant social media campaign, uh, I think it's possible she's going to get a lot of votes. Yes, I agree. Um, what She posted something today, which, or I only saw it today. But voting is now closed at the time of this recording. It is true. Um, she said, "Where is it?" Well, at this moment, they don't know what the winner of the talent show will get, and James thinks it's a first-class flight home. Um, I want to fly Delta One so badly, just once in my life. I'm trying to get as many, many points on my Delta Sky Miles to just get one trip to lay down. That's all I want once. You say Delta One, like the yeah, Delta One. No, Delta One is the um is like the bed first class bed situation on the Delta flights. Oh, on like their transcon flights. Yeah, and the ones to um from uh, East Coast to LA, they have them there too. Yes. Did you find out what Darian said? No, I think she took it down. Oh damn. I'm sure someone has a screenshot somewhere. That's how things work. All right. Well, the bags are barely unpacked, but Mama Rue is back in the house to peep the girls on their talents. We are going to start with Monica, Nisha, and Mrs. Davis. Rue will ask them in the downtime, did they relive the whole experience of what they should have done? What a rude fucking question. Um, what do you think they did in the, their hotel room this entire time? I don't, I don't practice know, their because... talent. You know, I can't can't say that I was uh, 
led to believe that based on these performances, but also what else are you going to do? Go to the pool? Listen, if I had 24-7 access to a pool, I would be a prune. I love the pool well, so much. Well, they certainly do not have 24-7. <laughs> I know that. I know that. I know how things work. You have to ask your handler and then you can only, like one person can be at the pool and one person at the gym, blah, 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 blah. I get it. It's fine. Oh, I, I just meant that like no pool would ever be open at a hotel 24-7. You mean they're not staying at Rue's Mansion? Kidding. Jokes. That didn't have a pool, did it? I don't know. It's just, I, I didn't I didn't really watch. I only looked at the pictures. So I didn't watch the Same. video. Same. Um, Nasha says that she put up pictures of all the girls and threw darts on them. Uh, and she's not joking, bitch. Nasha says that she is really grateful for the opportunity she had, but there's $60,000 up for grabs and she's here to grab it. Mrs. Kasha Davis shares that she will be doing her own song and it's almost like a rap. She also has her book that she wrote, Has Anyone Said I Love You? Love the free promotion on the show and it is an important one to share. Give this book to kids. It's a really, really special book. Have you purchased it for any children? I don't know any children. I did purchase a different um, drag queens uh, book they wrote for kids. I have that one. Ooh, Nina West. So you prefer Nina over Kasha? No, it's just that one was signed and I didn't have access to a signed Kasha one. I should have gotten one at Dragon. My bad. All right. Well, hmm. Kasha well, song perhaps, is... perhaps I know how you can get one. I'll, I'll just DM her. She follows me now. So it's great. I love her. Kasha's song is a bit of a protest of all the injustice that are happening in the world and then ties it up with a lovely, lovely little story time. I love the idea. It's drag with a twist, at least. Nisha will dance. Oh, I'm sorry, she will dance. She's going flamenco. Um, I wish I knew how to do flamenco. It's such a beautiful dance. Do you know how to do flamenco? Um, I could do Nisha's flamenco. Yes. Uh, oh, wait till I give the read for that one. Monica will be lip-syncing to one of her own tracks. It's house music. And we will ask her how many songs she has. And it's the only one. That was a very funny interaction. Yeah, I love that she saved it for the end. It was a real singer. Like, oh, yeah. wait, how many tracks do you have? Oh, so one of your tracks, me and the only one. Yeah. She should have says. It. Ruth says that she loves a variety show and this is a way to end it all with a blast at $60,000. What would you do with 60K? Uh, pay off debt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I guess probably put a down payment on a house with some love of that. it. I love that. Or just like go on vacation. That's what I would do. I have no future at this moment. All right, next up, it's Kahana, Darian, and James. With pom-poms, Rue asks Kahana if she will be doing a cheerleader routine, and she's going to give you a little 24K action. She says that with everything going on with Don't Say Gay, it's crazy to her because had she not been able to come out to her cheerleading coaches and not had that support, she would not have made it through high school. It's her thank you to her coaches. It's going to be an original song with some rapping and some singing. Uh, We will use those terms lightly. I'm just surprised that Rue knew what 24K was. Same. Would you like to explain what 24K is to the listeners? Um, I'm sure you have a description already typed up, so you can go ahead. No, I don't. I don't have it ready. It's just a very... It's cheer-related. It's like a very specific like vibe i don't know it's difficult to encapsulate 
That's fair. All right. Next, we're going to find out, does Darian rap? She says, yeah, presence. Even I can't do that. So good for you, Darian. You're one up on me. Rue notes there's a gorgeous gown from Darian. She reveals that she'll be doing comedy about her life, herself, and confidence. And with James, Rue sees that she brought her girls with her, and they are part of her act. She can't leave them home because you can't find a babysitter these days. James says that she likes the idea of doing a comedy number about having no talent, so she's going to be doing an original song. Rue, very excited to see this, and Darian is like, you're going to be there? And Rue confirms that she will, in fact, be there, and, and Darian wants her to bring some friends. I bet she will. I bet she will. Something tells me that she could probably be there for that. I think so. I think so. Um, and just like that, we have Alexis, Lala, and Jessica as they join Rue. Alexis reveals that she'll be doing some live singing, some choreography, and a little bit of comedy. It's going to be inspired by one of her favorite musicals, Gypsy. Just call her Alexis Rose Lee. Uh, is Gypsy in your top 10? Top 10? Absolutely not. 20? It's a wonderful musical. We'll say 20. I don't know. All right. I, I don't even think it's I would not. I would not one. give it one of those top, but yeah. Top 50, you have 49 other favorite shows. Absolutely. I would put High Fidelity in front of it. I saw it twice in Boston in previews before I came to Broadway. That's how old I am. All right. Lala's experience is coming to town. She's got an original song with dancers, a whole production. And Rue's going to take this moment to tell a story about how she knew a performer named Lady Hennessy Brown. And she would stuff 57 pairs of pantyhose inside her cavity. They were tied together, and the promoter would take the tip of it and walk to the end of the club, and they would come out. And this is why Republicans hate drag queens, because this kind of shit. Jessica says she's going to change her talent to that, but alas, she wants to. No, no, she's not going to, no. She's going to flip her hair and reintroduce one of her original songs called Do You Like It Wild. Are you familiar with that track? No, I think it was a new track. I, I, I think so, too. Rue is proud of them and is expecting a fabulous variety show. Rue gathers the girls around. Oh, as it they wasn't. Have... It's not. It's, it's, it's an it's old from track. It's 2011. <gasps> I thought they couldn't use old tracks. Well, they're all stars. They can do whatever. So we were wow. denied cocktail for Mrs. Kacha Davis? She doesn't drink anymore. There's always time for a mocktail. She gonna, you think she's going to re-record it? Yeah, because that song is bomb. It is so good. I, I use it as, her... as an alarm clock. Hmm. <laughs> I love it. Um, all right. Rue gathers the girls around and tells them to leave it all on the main stage as they have nothing to lose but $60,000 to gain. Oh, and one more thing. Fame game rules are in full effect. Based on the variety extravaganza performance, Rue will choose the top two all-stars of the week who will lip sync against each other for their chance to dramatically increase their total fame game fan votes. With the spin of a wheel, the winner of the lip sync will multiply her votes times two, times three, or if she's really lucky, times five. The stakes have risen. Now, again, we will talk about the mathematical implications this will have at the end. But do you wish we had a runway as well this week? Because I feel like I would have been happier to have like a real equalizer, but um, alas, congrats for doing Dragon and Talent Show. I do, because the fame games, the whole point was to, well, the whole point on paper was to have them throw off what they would have done had they been right. not eliminated. So 
there should have been an extra snatch game segment, like a joke. Mm-hmm. There could have been makeover is so hard, but like a design challenge. Like they should have kept them in their hotel rooms and said, "All right, go." Yeah, um, I agree. But not all of them are social media savvy, and so some of them had videos explaining their 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 process, and some of them had, I don't know, bomb Instagram posts. Also, though, I just let's take a moment and pour one out for every time RuPaul says so-and-so rules are in full effect. Well, they weren't very clear from the beginning. <laughs> They're not consistent across each season. And if you could, you could just say all-star rules are in effect because that's what you really meant. Mm-hmm. It's just arbitrary, like top two and another, whatever, whatever. It's time to get into makeup. The show is about to begin. Candy reminds the girls they have extra pressure on them as they will be judged by the judges, which is funny to think that Candy thinks she's not being judged too. Just she, she is, just silently, not out loud. Um, but hey, drag queens and drag race, they always get judged before, during, and after. At this point, though, we don't know that Jimbo and Candy will be performing. That's fair. But you, the hosting skills is still important. In the terms of audience perception, yes. But like they could just, and next is That's Monica. fair. That's fair. Tasha reminds us that the stakes are high, like a T-bone and filet mignon all together. What is your favorite kind of steak? I don't love steak. Me either. Uh, I was going to pick Philly cheesesteak. Oh, okay. What's your favorite kind of steak, Michael? Philly cheesesteak. There we go. I love it. I love it. Jimbo reminds the girls that they can either double, triple, or quintuple their points. And Lala doesn't even know how to count that high. And neither do I. Math is hard. I have a degree in theater. I don't remember things. James says that with the girl who wins, that's just more votes they will have to purchase from offshore people to vote for them. Um, have we seen any evidence of collusion? Um, we do know that Katya was in the room last week. Have the Russians been infiltrating the vote? And who would they have been voting okay. for? Um politics but um you can create any kind of email there's no like two-step verification however in the rules of the fame games when you go onto the dot tv website they did say that they would throw any votes determined to be false but like how are they going to determine it's false how do they know that url maybe or or or, or the where it's coming from i don't know you're right jimbo mentions getting celebrity endorsements from their sisters um we didn't really get to see that happen. I would have loved for someone to have just purchased a bunch of cameos from their sisters, and then I would have voted for them if they just threw. Oh, out like cameos. a different cameo every week. Yeah. Be like, oh my gosh, I really loved this person's outfit, and that's smart. But literally, Maybe have the cameo on there and force them to say that they're endorsing them. <laughs> that would be really funny. Oh, like after after the season. Yeah. 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 Uh. Jimbo, I wish I knew celebrities too. Do you know any celebrities? Yes. That's so cool. Congrats. I'm proud of you. Thanks. It's just they're just people. James will say with 60K, she can pay off her husband's student loans and they can go on vacation. Um, now you had mentioned a vacation earlier. Where is the spot you want to go right now? But what's in your I heart? don't have I don't have any money, so we're all good. But it's in your heart. What's in your heart? Not the more hot. Not somewhere humid. How about Montana? It could be hot, but not humid. No. I'm not okay. going to go fracking. 
Are you are you a hiker? Are you a camper? What do you, what do you like to do on vacation? Nothing. I like to do nothing on vacation. I like to eat. Eating is good. Eating is very good. Eating is fundamental. Nisha will say that she is about to carry as the rest of the girl, them hoes are vying for second place to which Kahana is like, you do know what second place is like, which I guess was like a reverse read for like second out. Um, but we understood what she was selling. Oh, because Monica was out first. She's like on her season, she yeah. was out twice. So like, is that what she meant? Nisha will try to come back and say that she wasn't given the opportunity to be in the bottom as many times as Kahana was, which is fair, but also she didn't get knocked out second. Monica is excited to do this as so she can show the world that she is still serving despite going home first. Um, who knew she would become the uh, trend of the week? Lala? I, I, I don't know. They're gonna I feel like they, they really gave up on this season and oh, they said, sure all right, here's 53 minutes of episode. You've decided what you'd make for this. <laughs> Lala and Alexis are going to get a chance to chat and make some small talk. Alexis will ask if Lala is excited for her talent, and she is, as she can give the Lala re-experience, and Alexis is excited for that. How is Alexis? Well, cue the emotions. She will tell her that she takes full responsibility for her elimination. She led her to believe that she had her back, but we won't forget what happened. She says that she was more careful. She wishes she was more careful with her words. Alexis will say that after a couple nights sleep after getting eliminated, it became clear to her. She is so sorry and will have to live with it. And in this moment, Lala is just like, I'm going to give you your moment to a mo, but she knows it's just a game. But she will tell her that in the moment she was upset, but life goes on. I think that was that was the, a good conversation. Speaking of conversations, uh, I think it was at Roscoe's that Candy and I think it was Candy. I don't really remember. They all, all the weeks have blurred, but they were talking about how they all got together on the couch, those big pink mm-hmm. fuzzy couches, and chatted about the season. And they fought, and they argued, and they justified their decisions. And we saw zero point zero seconds of it. Where's the freaking Patreon? I'd pay for it. We're just like the I was going to say the Paramount Plus exclusive, but that's literally what it is. So who knows? Literally. Now, um, it's clear that it's time to get a little flirty. Alexis will ask Lala what her name is out of drag. And she says, Tamika. She smiles. Then it's Beyonce. Um, and then Lala just going to break the fourth wall and, and say, not us making a love connection on national TV like this. So they did it at the rap party, didn't they? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But also, I think it's funny that Lala Reed didn't say her Real name. Out of out of drag name because it's like literally one syllable different than her drag name. <laughs> so it's that's funny. I'll well, let I'm, you guys figure that out. Surely Alexis would have known that already, right? Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't I don't know. All right, the beats are beating, and Candy says after being judged for 78 weeks, she says it feels just nice to host a reality show. She knows that she has to still do good as the judges are there. And Lala will ask a question that she will instantly regret how she worded it. Have you hosted your shows? And Jimbo says she's never done a job or a gig. She's just pretending. Could you imagine? Which took me out. I laughed. I had to rewind. It was very good. Could you imagine if a queen who's never done that gets on Drag Race? Oh, wait. It's happened before. Multiple 
Double times. It's the new trend. Remember Scaredy Cat? Good times. Where is Scaredy Cat? Not doing drag on uh, that Netflix movie with Charlie's Throne. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. Good for the her. Garden of School of Witchcraft and Goodness and Evil. And oh, cool. Candy wants the host to do well, or she and Jimbo will read them. Um, and it's just a lot of positivity in the workroom. Good vibes, good vibes. Um, what I will say is that it was very fascinating to see that uh, certain people got more screen time since the beginning of the episode and some others did not. Very telling. Uh, it was almost like the show was like, please forget Jessica and Kahana are here because we don't want you to vote for them because we know you're going to vote for them. A scandalo. I don't know. I just think that they, I, I mean, it's a TV show. They're trying to concoct something entertaining. Most of the time they're successful, question mark. But if you're not giving them anything, there's nothing for them to twist around and make this happy go lucky right. kumbaya moment. So Kahana and Jessica were probably like, I'm pissed. I was chilling by the pool. I was getting a massage because they can do that. They have massage <gasps> therapists for them. Oh my God. Good for them. I've never had a I think massage. it was it was Monet and someone talking about how they tried to entice their masseuse into happy endings or something. I think it was Monet. Oh my God, that's so There's cool. literally so much drag and so much commentary that it's hard to keep track. But I do remember that someone said, I'm pretty sure it was Monet on her all-star season. They were trying to, to uh, entrance their massage therapist. Listen, all I'm going to say is if you ask me like a, fa- a drag race fact off the cuff, I can't get, I probably could not give it to you. That's how much drag races in my head. So I You're like, did you know that RuPaul you. is also a man? <gasps> what? No idea. Well, in this moment, we're going to bring it to the ro- runway when Mama Ru is not, because she is in her vintage hair and glasses and the cat suit to end all cat suits and the laugh. Uh, you could tell that this bitch took about 10 walks to get to her spot because she felt she was going to fall over. Um, also the clutch. It is so weird not seeing Ru do the hand thing. You know the she hand didn't? thing. No, because she was holding a clutch. She had a clutch in one hand. Oh, I, I I thought you meant the win hand thing. No, 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 the hand thing when she's like hand like presenting, hosting. That's probably because she cannot move. That's true. Or she's green screened. Who knows? Ah! All right, we have Michelle Visage trying to book the second fame reboot. Ross Matthews and Egon Wodum. Come on, SNL. I was shocked that she got the call. Um, but this is the third SNL cast member on Drag Race this season, and I'm thrilled. I love Saturday Night Live. Third? Who was the first one? Bobby Moynihan. Was on this season? Yeah, he was. Christ, what a year. <laughs> um, are you a fan of SNL? Yeah, but I hate watching the whole thing at once. That's fair. That's fair. I, I feel like we are... Um, gifted the opportunity to pick and choose the clips on youtube oh i just mean like i would rather watch it live on television so that i can oh. kind of break it up and to me it it feels more real because then it feels more live even though it's really not did you know that i went to a taping of saturday night live yes you told me <laughs> friends i who got the guest was i don't remember paul but who was the musical guest justin bieber that's right. 
Yeah, good, good times, good times. All right, so here's how this is going to work. We're going to discuss each act, and then we're going to give each act a score out of 10 to see if we agree with the judges. $10 says we don't. Out of 10? 10? Yeah, out of 10. What, you think that's too high? Yeah, it's like a lot of room for variables. Hold on, let me get out my score sheet that I'm making right now. All right. We're going to start with an introduction from our hosts where Candy cannot do a Canadian accent and Jimbo can indeed do a lisp. Um, the forced laugh from that room. Oh, man. Do you think they came up with that bit? Yes. Yeah, I think so, too. Certainly. <laughs> you you know that that's what they've, they do in the tour bus on their um, journeys throughout the country. On their many tours together. Very many tours. All right, Monica Beverly Hills, we are going to get an original song to kick us off. And uh, she got a set. Good for her giving us production. She Monica looks great. Yeah, she looked great. And that's my positive. Uh, she is not a raptress. The energy she just hot. didn't. She did look. Hot. She didn't just look great. She looked hot. She looks hot. Uh, the energy just did not match lip sync. Her movements were so meh compared to her dancers who um, did give. Um, do I like it, Daddy? No, no. No. What were your thoughts? Um, Monica, sweetie. I'm so sorry. I don't know. I don't think she really wanted to do it. Serve or slay. Or clock. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, God. I just feel so bad. Like, she legitimately felt disgusted to be there. And it translated onto screen. Yeah, it, w- it was not the best. Michelle says, not a soul can clock. She said it made her so happy to see her doing her. She says she felt comfortable. She was flirtatious and she was delivering it and says she has a natural born performer. Ross says she Ross says she said, do you like it, daddy? Daddy likes it. And Ego says that daddy likes it, but mommy likes it too. She says she drew her in and she looks absolutely stunning. I will give Wait, on her... On our scale of one to ten, are we comparing them against each other? That is up to you. Okay, hold on. Let me think. I am going to give Miss Monica Beverly Hills a score of six. Out of ten? Out of ten. Good God. She looked hot. I'll give her a four. It's not my original score. Nisha Lopez. It's time for some flamenco to the tune Ain't It Funny by Jennifer Lopez and not the remix that um, but it's the OG version which I think was 10 times better than the radio edit with Ja Rule whatever I'm not bitter. Um, this act had it, so much go ahead. Was it wasn't it a live version? Was it? It might have been. I, I thought it was a live version and that's it, it was a weird show the credit. I don't know. Yeah, it was weird that they got to edit it that way. But anyway. The act had so much promise, but I hated the way it was structured. Like there was too much arm to start, not enough dance. And then the flamenco dress, which was sensational. Then she took it off. Um, when we got to the castanets, I was like, um, this was very similar to what like a third dance on Dancing with the Stars looked like. Um, I know she could have done better and I know she could have gone harder. I wish they had given her a board because in flamenco, you yes. have the board and I wouldn't call it I don't know the appropriate term. You're not stomping on it, but you're stomping on it. Right. Um, and she chose beautiful shoes, mm-hmm. but not appropriate shoes. Um, I don't know. Man, 
Like Michelle says the first thing she saw was the incredible shoes and they are not easy to keep your balance doing flamenco. She says she enjoyed the reveal and wanted to see more. And it was just the foreplay. Ross says, who needs anal if that's your foreplay? He says, talk about precision and says every moment was exactly right on the beat. Ego says that she was such a force and hit every single move. She says the alpha was incredible and commanded her attention and says everything in there stopped when she was on stage. She is in awe. Any final thoughts before I reveal my score? Keep revealing. I'm going to give Nasha Lope has a score of 7.5. Now that I have everything on paper, if I were to score everyone against each other, like one person gets one spot on the number line. Mm -hmm. Let me really finish. Let me finish really fast. Of the nine that did a talent show that are being judged, Queens of the Fame Games, I scored her sixth of nine places. All right. So I give her a a three of nine. Okay. Okay. Uh, Not even out of (laughs) ten. I can't do math. Mrs. Kasha Davis, we all know I love Mrs. Kasha Davis. I am I a bit biased in my assessment of this act? Probably. But what I will say is that having her back on our screens was so exciting. And I hope she gets to rebirth in the fandom and everyone loves her. Now, what we will see is so on brand and campy. I love that. I will now get a sound clip of there's always time for a breakdown. Um, I want that accessible at all times. I think when she got in the rap, it was exactly what you thought you were going to get. But darling, I am sorry. I have to deduct deduct an entire point for the boots. Atrocious. Mrs. Kasha Davis, if you would like to sign them, send them to me. I will have them as memorabilia, but please do not wear them to perform in ever again. Please. Oh, I'm mad. Mrs. Kasha Davis is mad. And when we got to the story hour bit, I thought that was a lovely way to end it all. Um, and ending it with that's all very brilliant and love the little um, reference I, I loved it I really loved it there was a beginning there was a middle there was an end there was a wig reveal then she had another wig off stage handed to her um, the, the little screamo rap was a little bit scary but it was nice the face true to her brand mm-hmm. she was my third favorite I would have given her a score that i'll tell you after you give her your score first michelle says she just wrote down social justice warrior she says her performance was intense powerful made a statement ross says that drag is political and what she said out there about being kind to one another it shouldn't be revolutionary either but it is and it needed to be said and rue says that kindness is at the top of her list of human virtues number two is a big fat ass she says was fantastic i will give mrs kasha davis a score of nine Nine out of ten. That means, oh, oh my goodness. Um, I would give her. She's my third favorite. So like, ten out of ten. Hold on. Eight out of ten. All right. Next up is Darian Lake. We've got a stand-up routine from Darian, and we knew it was going to be funny. She will make a lot of self-deprecation jokes, but I think that's what she does best. It is away from the insult humor of others that we saw on season six, which I think this has allowed the fans to appreciate her humor that it is present. It just doesn't have to be an attack all the time. 
I think the transformation and parting hair to the other sideline was very smart. I liked that she was sweet with the Bumblebee message, but I think had we had like another two minutes, it would have been properly balanced. A minute was too short. Did you time them? I didn't time them. I'm going based off of what they told us it was. Yeah, I just don't know that we actually saw everything because I agree there wasn't a whole arc. It was still my favorite. She did look fabulous. Um, it did. It felt like it was missing something, but only because it. I felt like something was taken away. I don't think that something was missing. Like it wasn't missing a piece of talent, but right. we didn't get to see everything. I think it was I very well-crafted to make us not want to vote for Darian, which didn't work because I voted for her 10 times. Ego says she loved that she did comedy and thanks her for making her laugh. She says the self-deprecation works, but tells her she doesn't have to be the punchline anymore because they're all looking like this is a bad bitch. Michelle says that her comedy was adorable and inspirational and synopsized everything that was going on in her world. And Rue says it was very funny and she looks so gorgeous. She asks if she gets tired of them saying that and Darian says she actually doesn't. I'm going to give Miss Darian Lake a score of 8.5. I, that was my favorite act of the evening. I'd give her a 10 out of 10. Ooh, all right. James Mansfield. So listen, this was James. It was um, classic of what she can do. I think the lyrics were hilarious. The choreo was good for her as she is not a dancer, but it worked to her advantage. It's hard because this act works for her, but I think it could have worked better for Jimbo. And I can't not think of why James didn't come in with a different angle. Um, obviously sometimes you know who's going to be in the show sometimes you don't this was clearly prepared but when you have a lot of your act revolve around titties and the titty queen is over there it just didn't work for me are you saying only one queen can have titties no but that's not the identity or brand that james is known for did you want james to serena cha-cha her way to the challenge show I mean, and do a song about wigs? No, I think what there's was, a lot. Of, what was? If I'll James tell you what James that, is if known Jimbo for. Going to be there. What would you? I'll have tell you what I James? wanted from James. I want puppetry. She already did a puppet. Not in a talent show. But on the same season. That's okay. All right, we'll give me your guess. assessment. I thought it was serviceable, middle of the pack. Uh, she looked good. The weird, like, thing that she always puts in the middle of her boobs to keep the titty plate down while smart as a design choice always looked funny because it also is where the snaps are for the cups. Right. I didn't love it. I don't know. I know that they only got 30 minutes or so to show the dancers what it was or to rehearse with the dancers. They had to send in a tape. But, like, I feel... They could have lifted her. She could have Absolutely. made it a little more like old Hollywood. And I, I, it didn't captivate me. Ross says that anyone out there doing that performance can look like a real boob. He says it was just so perfectly silly, ridiculous, and hilarious. Michelle says this is where she shines as it was so silly and fun. Ego says that she doesn't have to search far and wide for what makes her special. She says it can be simple as the gorgeous titties that lay atop her chest. It can be that simple and says that she has stage presence, the talent, the look. She didn't want it to end. And Ross says the world is ready for her. 
I'm going to give James a score of eight. I'd give it a six. All right. Kahana Montrese. It's time to cheerlead, and I think this was a smart move. Um, also, I bet this was very triggering to James and her tumble, though I kind of wish Kahana threw in that tumble because that would be very, very funny. Remember the endless tumble? Yeah. I mean, I love that they said safety first with the, um, I, I don't, I don't think it was a springboard or whatever it was, but they did adjust the stage to make it work for, um, uh, cheerleading. Didn't love the song. It was vocal auto tuned and it was a mess. It was very forced. I think call and response, always a good seller. Let's get this thing started. Let's get it all started. Brilliant. And beware when Drag Race steals it from you for season nine of All-Stars. Currently filming? Question mark? Who knows? I don't know. Not, not us. What did you TV. think of Kahana? Uh, uh, here's the thing. Okay. Having grown up in the competitive dance world, which has a lot of bleed with competitive cheer, knowing a lot of competitive cheerleaders, youth in competitive dancey, cheery sports are extremely over-sexualized. Yeah, we don't draw the line there. It's really lots of gray area. However, Kana Montrese looked a raggedy mess. I don't care that her hair was human. It was way too long. She could have done the bow and the little ponytail, little ponytail, and looked not sexy. She could have made it look like she was a cheer girl and not a cheer slutty bimbo. I don't know. I just was like very confused as to what she was presenting. And she only did one. She did standing full. Good for her. I was so confused. Did not give me 24K. Michelle says that she did a standing back tuck full stop, and that is so hard, but she is tucked and she's doing everything else. The dragon says, it's like, holy shit. Ross says she put her thing down, flipped it, and reversed it. He says that she has a background in cheerleading, and it was so smart that she brought it to the runway. Rue thanks her on behalf of all the little kids out there who will see the performance and say, I want to do me a black flip. Black flip. I'm going to give her a score that you're not going to give her. I'm giving her a 9.5. Even though you hated the song? I hated it. That's, that's where the, I lost the point. I just thought it was a... Like I said, I like the talent um, of a talent show not necessarily doing drag, and this was at least a step away from it. Give me your score. Uh, I ranked her two from the bottom. I gave her a four out of ten. All right. Next up, very talented, Lil not not shaming her talent, shaming her presentation. Allegedly, That's also the producer, like, like the one that is not RuPaul, came on and yelled at her for some reason. I don't know. It was unclear when the third hand report I was reading, but Ooh. like, yeah. She also her tumbling was more impressive in her lip sync against She Shall Who Not Be Named on her original mm -hmm. season. To me. Yeah. Like she did one one pass versus this last, I don't know. Oh man. I just felt there could have been more. All right, let's do the La La Re experience. She's doing drag. Yay. She danced in the cat suit. I think the song was I personally found it mediocre and just like a bland drag track. Um, she is talented. I would go see her live, but I just wanted um 
something a little more unexpected. Good for her for having a turntable. That's really cute. Um, can't wait for her uh, to be in Les Mis. I just also wish my ass was good, but it's, I have a mediocre ass and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. What about you? I need to know who makes Lollary's costumes. Yes. Because <laughs> I feel that she gets 85% of the way there and then steals it from the, not steal it. She gets from the designer and says, all right, it's good, let's go. Hit the stage. Because there are consistently suspicious construction pieces in her outfits. She always looks good. I would always tip her. I would always applaud her and go to see her show. But I just, it looks like her, most people have nipples. Can't say mm-hmm. everyone. Um, the mesh over the spandex in the nude illusion in the chest area was weird. And I don't know. I just feel like if she had gotten a couple more days with a sewing machine, then it could have turned out that much better. Still hot. Yeah. Tired of flat wigs, and that was pretty flat. At least it wasn't a leotard. It's still a bodysuit. I know. I know. Michelle says she was living for every single moment and was hanging on every single dance move. Ross says it was 100% energy and blew them away. Her ass is good. His ass is so-so. Ego says that she put on an incredible show, wants to see Lala in concert and bring the girls. And Rue says that they had an idea that the Lala re-experience was that exciting. But to see it in, in experience, it can't be described. But says it was brilliant. So it can't be described. I'm going to give it an 8.5. I think that Miss Lala Re danced incredibly and looked ugh, for everything that it's worth pretty good <laughs> um and had the most compelling talent variety presentation except that she was as you say just doing drag keep in mind that folks listening at home this is a drag competition mm-hmm. on a reality television show I keep her at nine out of ten. All Second right. best of the night. Second best of the night. All right, let's move on to Alexis Michelle. This was cute. Not a winning performance, but it was very cute. I think she looked beautiful. She sounded good uh, live singing for sure. There was a number that uh, needed a full three minute arc. Um, it was a nice ode to Gypsy. The apples looked like strawberries. Changed my mind. I can't. <laughs> That's exactly what they look like. The cost, the the cover up, great. The gorgeous rest. Hmm. Ross asked to remind him, "Is she from New York?" As she was giving him the big apple, he says that she's a musical theater queen. So of course she came out there and sang live. He says it was fun. Ego says that she didn't know apples could be sexy. She says her breath control was so remarkably impressive to do what she was doing while doing moves. And Michelle says that she has a strong core. Good job. Good one. That was, that um, was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts on Alexis before I reveal my score? Alexis paints one of the most beautiful mugs in Drag Race. And Stunning. somehow the shade of her wigs 
always matches the makeup, but it always blends. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. To me, the hair was a little off. I was like, it looks like it makes your head look really large because her hair kind of looks the same shade as her makeup. I would have done... I mean, I all I can think of is Laura Bonanti in the role. Yep. But isn't the role wasn't the role always a brunette? Correct. I don't know. I would have called back. Loved it. The split was splitting. Splitting. Um there's no other way to get into it. In the, I don't know. I I wish we had seen more of it. I agree. I'm gonna give her a score of eight. I gave her a score of seven out of ten for the best of the evening. Okay, finally, Jessica Wilde. Well, this is what we've come to love from Jessica. Energy and great stage presence. The song was cute. The look was drag dance realness. Um, but the men in the harnesses. Thank you, Jessica, for letting me feel the rush. Um, I think of all the performances that were solely lip sync drag. This was my favorite. It had just enough of the elements of what I want to see in live performance. What, what confetti? Yeah, I love confetti. James had confetti too, didn't she? Yeah. What did you think of Jessica Wilde? I was bored. All right. That's fair. It Michelle. was just like, uh. it was drag. Michelle, Michelle says that she doesn't know how her head is standing upright on her head. She says it was amazing watching her do that. And it was her element. Ross asked, does she know what her neck and her back and her pussy and her crack have in common? They all need a chiropractor. He says it was insane. Bruce says that she is a born performer and was phenomenal and could step into any show on tour and people would fall over with her performance and energy. Uh, bet she's going to be touring soon. I'm, 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 I'm here for her. I enjoy her. I very much enjoy her, Jessica Wilde. I'm going to give her a score of nine. Jeez. Uh, it was my second least favorite of the night. I gave her a three out of ten. Okay, okay, okay. Interesting scores, friends. Interesting scores. We, now that we, we, have seen... like, we need a show. Well, do you want me to go through them all? You want me to tell you what we, we have based on the numbers? Yeah, but you you gave people arbitrary scores. I scored them against each other. Different scales. I know, it's different scales. Let's do it. All right, so here's what we got. Ma Monica Beverly Hills is at a 10. Nacia Lopez, 13.5. Mrs. Koch Davis, 17. Oh, oh, wait, were you adding ours together? Yeah, I was. Oh, well, I, re I redid my system halfway through. Oh, okay. Well, it's, whatever. <laughs> At this point, Mrs. Koch Davis, 17. Darian Lake, 18.5. James Manfield, 14. Kahana Montrese, 13.5. Lala Ree, 17.5. Lexis Michelle, 15. And Jessica Wilde, 12. Guess what? Well, we have command performances from Omaru from Candy and Jimbo, and we're, we're we'll, we'll give these scores too. Um, Jimbo. Now we all know that we have to remember the iconic baloney clown ghost and the ripples it made in the drag race universe. It was so wild and absurd. This number needed to be that or greater. We start with the final countdown by Europe. Please do note that Jimbo had moans inserted throughout the track. She comes out looking like purple Beetlejuice as it's time for a snack because we are getting food, hunty. Jimbo will take out a cup of ice cream, dry ice included, from her wig. 
She puts it down, strips away a layer, pulls out a banana out of her ass. Also, the banana was brown, which is not visually appealing. Not going to lie. She takes off her bra, shakes out sprinkles onto the ice cream, and then perfectly timed with the music, the fucking bitch has whipped cream coming out of her tatas. Granted, I knew this was coming. The arc was logical, and I kept screaming, no, no, no. It had to get there. We only had one thing to do. A cherry on top zipped out of her cooch. This was gross humor. It's something Jimbo can do. There has only been one contestant who has had this wild humor and has been praised for it. And her name is Sarah Forever on Drag Race France 2. Keep out an eye for her. Uh, the question here, is this better than the baloney ghost? I don't think so, but it's still up there as weird and crazy and kooky. This was well, better. This was so much better than before. This is a Legally Blonde reference inserted for all of you at home. I think it was just a little more chaotic, but that, I think that's the appeal of why it was so fun. No, because like with the baloney ghost, it was chaotic like than timed. the baloney. It was timed properly with the baloney. There is more room for error here, I think. If things didn't go right, it would have messed it up. But it's still entertaining. It was great. I'll give it a 9.5. I thought it was amazing. I can't wait to see it on tour. Because I've seen the baloney ghost twice now. And it smells every I time. I think it's just interesting that RuPaul hates seeing people eat, yet people still do <laughs> food-related gags. It's true. I don't know. You have a number? She looked incredible. Gotta give the clown that. Um, I don't know. Now my number scale is different because we're comparing them against candy. and Ugh. It was good. I'll toot it. I won't give it a number. Okay, that's fine. Candy Muse. Candy will do a cute number in a two-piece, but again, the dancers are very cute in their Barbie pink. Um, are you excited for Barbie movie? Absolutely. I will say in this type of challenge, I prefer when the original song is actually by the drag artists themselves. This felt a little off because it wasn't Candy's voice. Um, I think she brought a good package, introduced some memes that were fan favorites into the lyrics. She's good on stage. She's good on screen. It's clear. It was serviceable. So you would rather in a drag competition have a drag artist doing drag for the variety show use their own voice yes. rather than lip sync? For this kind of thing, absolutely. I'm so confused. Even Kahana used her own voice, at least, on her track. I'm not saying she, to sing it live. I just want the lip sync to be, the, the, if it's an original song, be their original song. Did Lala use her voice? I think so. I don't know. Ocean Kelly did both tracks, so I'm not sure. All right. I'm going to give her a 7.5. I loved it. She looked great. Sounded great. It was fun. Incredible. Toot. Rue's going to dismiss the top two as the rest of the queens have to get through critiques. We already went through them, but the queens have returned. The judges have deliberated. The decision is in. Rue is the side of the top two all-stars are James Mansfield and Lala Ree. Do you agree? No. Who would have been for you? Darian and Lala. Closely followed by Kasha Davis. 
I would have gone Kasha and and probably Jessica. This song is Rain on Me by Lady Gaga, and I'm a little bit triggered. Um, Lady Gaga and newly separated Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande, I forgot. I forgot she's on that track. She's featured. No, she, it's a duet, right? It's, what, I don't even know how it's officially. Technically, she is featured, but it is yeah. a duet. I think this was going to be a fun one because if we got the OG choreography, we all would have been happy. And it's just not as fun without it, but it's fine. I think James and Lala sold it in their own way. It was a celebration of a great song. Lala did what Lala does well. And James held her own in a pop song, which I think was impressive because it's probably not a song she would perform on her own. But it was when they did the naughty part in the duet. That's when officially I knew the results were definitely going to be a tie. Like I knew it was going to happen. Interesting. I thought that James demolished Lala. Lala just kind of did a song and James had a story. And I normally don't like a comedic lip sync like that, but it was funny. Now, if you had to lip sync this song and only had to take one part, would you be Gaga or would you be Ari? I... To this day, could probably not tell you what Ariana Grande says in any of her lyrics. <laughs> so I'd have to That's choose fair. Lady Gaga, I suppose. That's fair. All right. Rue has decided that James and Lala are the winners, and they both get a spin on the wheel. Um, so you don't agree? You think it should have been James solely? Yeah, I think that kind of gives the whole Fame Games Some opportunity weight more weight. Yeah. yeah. Now two people are going to just, is it going to be a tie? Is Lala Ree going to also do an additional lip sync when she's on Canada versus the world at the end <laughs> after during the finale, do a secondary lip sync that doesn't really matter to anything? Just like she oh. did on her original season. That's fair. Bring back her wheel. Bruno looks mighty fine again. Uh, all that glitter. He's golden. Um, Bruno's going to spin the wheel. Why I, Why can't the girls spin it? Like, I, I just, I, fairness. I just want to make sure it's not like weighted. I mean, doesn't matter. I, the first spin is for James. The wheel lands on a times two. Second spin for Lala. Wheel lands on a times three. Uh, let's talk about how this is going to affect the voting. Do you think these advantages officially determine it's one of them winning? I don't know. I don't think we will ever understand because we won't see the actual tally of votes. Right. Will it affect their official tally? I don't think that Lala Ree was ever going to win the fan vote, so maybe. It's interesting I because I, like, I, I'm tracking who votes for who, there's been a lot of love for Darian because I think she really played the online version of the fame games exceptionally well. I've seen a lot of votes for Jessica because I think a lot of people still wish she was in this finale. Um, and I've seen it a little bit for Kahana and those have been mostly where the visually online who people have shared who they're voting for have been. Um, I'm not seeing anything for James, nothing for Lala. And I think that in a way is because they got this advantage. I agree. Yeah. I, 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 don't know. I just think that there's some collusion. Yeah. I mean, listen, uh, is, is it going to be fan favorite all over again? This is why. Haven't voted on a Is there going to be a fixin bot? Yeah. Now, here are some stats for the hashtag teams. Obviously, a week ago, there was one post. We have new ones on the Wild Presents Plus and the World of Wonder. 
may I read you uh, the likes of those before I reported? Go ahead. Candy Muse on Wow Presents Plus Instagram, 688 likes. Jimbo, 3,244. On World of Wonder, Instagram. Account? Huh? Why did you not account to read first? No, one, no one's following that one. I am. They're following me. I love them. Uh, World of Wonder, Candy Muse, 2,617. Jimbo, 17,168. I mean, we've seen major discrepancies before, but this is blaring. But th- to be fair, to be fair, Jimbo has four wins. Okay. I don't think that she deserved most of them. Same. You know you know who I thought got dirt- done dirty the most this season? And I don't know if you'll agree with me. Alexis Mateo. Yeah, Alexis Mateo, because she was on this season. Alexis Michelle. I agree. I think that she and Jessica would have had several top two placements. I agree. If they'd done the classic all-stars twist. I agree. Well, let's see if Mama Rue listens to her royal subjects. Now, did you watch Untucked? I did. We're going to zoom through it a little bit through highlights and lows. Um, Our top two all-stars, Jimbo and Candy, will head backstage to continue to spend even more time together. Do you think they're tired of each other yet? No. I think they're friends i think so too i think they're they're genuinely good pals um they're going to pick up a house of love cocktail have you become a fan of them yet i drank them at DragCon in la last year watched them they are wildly overpriced i've never paid for a single one um and probably will never buy them that's fair candy tells jimbo that she would love a snack and she's going to open jimbo's refrigerator hair and finds a crispy treat and a lollipop um love it those obviously from craft services of course it was already unwrapped (laughs) candy's happy that they're alone but the sisters are going to come back um candy is going to say that her tops are lala jimbo says jessica and lala they're going to note that they liked nation's flamenco as it was a little more unexpected and jimbo says it was a cultural moment Candy points out James was funny, and when Jimbo says that it was really funny and interesting, I think subconsciously she's like, I would have done the boobies better. Jimbo will then ask who Candy would like to never see again and erase it from her memory. And I think this was a gotcha moment, but it also would have been a great moment for him to just say Jimbo. She should have. That would have been very funny. It would have been funny if she said RuPaul, too. <laughs> All right, the queens come backstage and um, Lala says that they changed the untucked seating arrangement since last time she was there. And I was like, did they? They added an extra couch. Okay, but it wasn't like they moved it or anything. They just added another um, seating. It's still a change. Okay, that's fair. Um, Are you someone who changes the furniture every few months? Nope, not at all. Me either. No, I can't. If it's set and it's working, I like it. I had roommates who would do it on me, like, without telling me, and it was all my furniture. I was so fucking furious. Yeah, I can't. It's, when things work, there's only two or so configurations that you can make. Exactly. Up Candy will immediately ask who was in the bottom. Of course, we're going to get some chuckles from the girls. And Aisha tells her that everyone's critiques were so good as they still don't know who the tops are, because that's the old school way of doing things, baby. Monica is very happy she got good critiques, and this is the best time she had since she's been there, that one single episode. 
Mrs. Kasha Davis says, it was good to hear about the risks that she took in a bit of a protest embracing and loving her younger self. They got it. Alexis will point out that Ross told James that she might be the biggest winner from the season as we will see an untucked exclusive. James says it was all a blur to her. Um, what did you think of that comment? I don't really agree with Carson here. Like I, the fans of James are going to be the fans of James. I don't think she's going to win over anyone new. I th- she certainly I did not right. win over any other contestants. I think you're right. Lala will get complimented by the girls as Monica wanted to get out of her seat and twerk while MKD thanks her for telling the story of her as a little one. And we're going to journey through another Untucked exclusive where Lala expresses that it was about the little boy who grew up in the projects and would go out in the yard after homework and would perform for hours and hours dreaming of being on a big stage. And now she's here. Alexis says that she never thought since being on the first time that some of these things she's done would be possible. She never dreamed of such a thing and is amazed that it's real life. Um, do you remember that uh, video, the viral video of um, the dent- the kid after the dentist? Is this real life? No. Oh. I wish. That's okay. He had like Novocaine and everything. He's like, is this real life? It's very funny. I'll try to find it. YouTube, what a great platform. All right, Jessica says that Rue told her that this was going to be her last season and next season she will be the judge. Could you imagine? Um, it would have been a full circle moment because remember that very first snatch game, Jessica played Rue. Yeah, but why are, we don't need we don't need another international spinoff. <laughs> um, do not tell that to the people of Puerto Rico. They would love Drag Race Puerto Rico. I agree. I would love Drag Race Puerto Rico as well. I, I just feel that Jessica would not be the best host. Also, how about a co-host, Jessica and Alexis Mateo? Co-hosts are so odd to me. It really only works on Thailand. That's fair. That's fair. Nasha says in this moment with a camera on her, because that's not what she really has been saying after filming, but she will say that the fame games mean so much because they might have gone, but they had a plan and allow them to see what they have prepared. Kahana reminds them no matter what, when they went home, they're still all stars. Now the alarm's going to blare. The TV turns on and it's the fame games as the girls get to see each other's looks. Um, it was a very quick segment, but do you think they actually had a little more time to view them or was it as quick as they saw it? It probably was exactly what we saw. I think that they should have done it each person's package yeah. rather than each runway. I agree. I think that, that would have been, been more stronger. impactful. Then you could say, oh, I, I would vote for you if I were a voter mm-hmm. and such. Nisha wants to know how did it make them feel because she slayed them hoes. And I was like, oh my God, she gained comedy uh, ability and sequester. Some delusion. Eganuodum will glide in and Darian actually loves SNL and says that she loves the Dion Warwick and slays her every time. Very funny sketch. All right. So she's going to tell them that they are beautiful and talented and wants them to explain it to her because she feels like she has a lot of work to do on herself. Jimbo will ask her what she would have done if she had come up with a talent number. And Ego says a prayer. That took a turn. That would be so funny though. You, I can only imagine. Right. Nasha asks for advice and Ego says to embrace their unique journey as she tried to emulate other people's journeys. What's for you is for you. 
She says, keep training as you are never above taking class or lesson or learning from someone who came before you. Additionally, she says, if you have it inside of you, you can't give up. Everything you're experiencing is just preparing you for the play you're going to go. She says, foster a community and find people who you want to go on that journey with when you're feeling down. All right. I like this advice. It was good advice. I think that she was a fabulous guest judge. Absolutely. She made my list of guest, best guest judges of 2023 already. Mm. Now, Darian says it must have been fun to have the SNL family who challenge each other to do different things. And Ego notes that Dionne Warwick, and it's the her bestie Heidi Gardner who told her about Dionne Warwick's Twitter. And that's how the Dionne Warwick talk show came about. She notes it may have come... No, it may not have come about or occurred to her if the, her girl didn't tell her that she would do a good Dion Warwick. See, teamwork makes the dream work. She's going to tell the girls that it's I didn't to- quite understand that whole aspect of this, this the conversation. What, in, in terms of the arc of what she was hearing or just the, how someone told her she'd be good at a character? Yeah, well, I mean, like, the validity of that is questionable, but also... I, I think I, it it was what she says about falling into the competitive spirit, because the more you can remember what's for you is for you, it feels better. Um, because, listen, you know me. I know I get very competitive when I can start comparing myself to other people, and then I'm like, it's over. But then when I'm like, I do my own thing, and other people do their own thing, it's okay. And I think that's what she was trying to get at, is when you have an, an idea that's not for you, even if you share it to, and give it to someone else, it's still valid and you're still part of a community. I think a better anecdote could have saved that. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Ego shares that when she was 18 and off to college, her mom told her she could go by a different name if she wanted to, but she fought for Ego. She's not turning back. And now the Queens want to know she has a drag name. So... She's going to get excited and wants them to give her one. And first, we're going to have Kiwi Kaching. Who said that? I don't know. It was terrible. Quit drag. Um, and then Candy says mint chocolate. Um, it fit the look. It fit the look. Yeah. This is also the longest Oops. time a queen, a guest judge has been backstage with a queen. And it was a good one. I, mean, I think this was probably one of her better ones of this season. Anything is better than kiwi kaching, but I still don't <laughs> embrace mint chocolate. Okay, so the queens have 15 minutes to change because they are all up for the possibility to lip sync. They are all excited and happy about their experience. Kahana felt good and is glad to have seen everyone in their element. She wants to leave knowing she was there with the best. Lala's not going to change because she says she's gorgeous. She says it's giving and she's not corseted. And we all heard what Miss um, Russell already said about the look, and I and Russell's right. I don't have to be right, but like it was just a little bit right. suspicious. Her body looked great. The illusion and the mesh over top did not, in my humble opinion. Now, meanwhile, Darian, who was corset, says that she farted earlier and it traveled down her pantyhose and shot her shoes off her feet. <laughs> That's funny imagery. We are the comedy queen. Oh my God, throwback. Lala says this is just the continuation of the Lala Ree concert, and that's why she's not changing. She's going to milk that outfit. We will watch the lip sync one more time, as well as the wheel spin. I gotta say, when the names were revealed, it was watching this the second time that the faces of the other contestants were very much giving. I just lost an Oscar, but the camera is still on me. 
I don't remember. I'll have to go back and rewatch. But some of them are like, oh, okay. We're going to see some fame game pitches. And I guess they were there for a purpose, but I feel like some of them have pivoted so much since what they filmed a year ago uh, to what they actually presented on social media. So we're not going to go through them. Um, but based on what I saw, I was still very much team MKD. Yeah, I would agree. I think that some of the interesting casting choices of the season left some sour tastes in the mouths of many. I think you're right. Well, I got some burning questions to wrap up this podcast. Are you ready? Hit me. Without knowing who wins, what is the legacy of the fame games? Uh, the legacy of the fame games is that these queens invest too much time, money, energy, resources to not have their efforts publicly shown by the show. And viewers have clamored for representation of their eliminated looks for a long time. And they finally listened. And I think the legacy should be that queens who are eliminated early have more to show and have more to represent their drag than a single episode or a couple of episode arc on a competition show that is clearly favorably edited and rigged. I agree. Um, Do you think for a non all winners season, this should be the new formula? Of the show? For an all-star season. No, burn it to the ground. No more lips and assassins. Bring but me back the top fame, two. The fame girls, the fame games. Fame games, like, yeah, interesting. I think that there could be more compelling ways to show it. It could stand a couple of I tweaks, agree. but I, I would love to keep it around. I agree. Uh, who won the week? Who had the best week? Not necessarily the winners. Who had the best week? I don't know. Kasha. Kasha. I'm going Kasha. Kasha Davis. She, she won, won the, the reading challenge. challenge. And she did great in the talent show. Now we got a musical number for our final two. Who do you think is going to excel? RuPaul. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Taking that from um, the bank. Now, I, I don't want any insider tea. I just want speculation here. Do we think they filmed a crowning for each of the Fame King game contestants? Of course. Okay. There's no, there would be no other way to make it fair. That's, that's exactly how I feel. Though someone's like, no, they flew whoever won back. And I was like, that's, that would be crazy bands. Oh, they can't. No, they would never. No. All right. After 11 episodes, the winner of the season is. I sincerely hope it to be Candy Muse and Jimbo the Drag Clown. I would love a tie. All right. Normal Jimbo. Tie. Yeah. Well, Jimbo, Jimbo, Jimbo. Russell, this is always a pleasure. Where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? Um, you have in the past asked me where people can give me money. And uh, if you out there have not heard because I'm terrible at social media, I am the promoter for the National Entertainer of the Year system for the regional preliminary here in New York called Empire State Entertainer of the Year. Our national contest is July 21st through 20, 20th through 22nd, which is next weekend as of right now. 
Uh, and I spend a lot of money to make those contestants feel very expensive and loved and would love you to find me at Empire State EOY on the internet, on Cash App. The end. Amazing. Well, thank you for being here. It's always a lovely chat. His.